your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Hockey fans, we've got a new podcast that will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on the ice. Follow the Crosscheck podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we're going to recap the frenzy that was last night's 3-2 win, 4-2 I should say, for the Minnesota Wild to help get them to within one game in the opening round playoff series against the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll look at why the Minnesota Wilds were able to defy the scripts and the general go-through of the game of hockey and uh, able to get a little help from the hockey gods as well to uh, come away with a win in Game 5. We will also take a look at some of these star performers for the Wild throughout the game and look ahead to a little bit of Game 6. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, veteran of over 10 years of Minnesota sports coverage, including the last two seasons covering exclusively the Minnesota Wild. And speaking of scripts, well, sometimes you just got to rip them up because uh, you look at what happened in last night's 4-2 win for the Wild. The Wilds outshot in that game 40-14. to The Golden Knights dominating the second period in a way that I don't know that I've ever seen in a game before, outshooting the Wilds 22-1 in the second period. The Wilds able to get up off the mat a little bit in the third period, but the Golden Knights still controlling the tempo uh, throughout most of the third period as well. But having said all of that, having said every piece of that, you would think without looking at the final results or the outcome that the Wild would have lost handily in that game last night. That's what the game script, the hockey script, would tell you. The Wild outshot thoroughly. Time of possession uh, in the Wild zone was substantially higher than it was on the Vegas side of the ice. Uh, You have just... Any number of things that you want to pull from last night's game based on the script, and that would tell you that the Vegas Golden Knights were the winners. But sometimes the script doesn't tell the whole story. Sometimes Goliath doesn't beat David. Sometimes the Russian national team does not beat Team USA. Sometimes the undefeated New England Patriots, heavily favored, don't beat the New York Giants in the Super Bowl. Sometimes the script doesn't do what it's supposed to. And sometimes you just need a little bit of luck and a little bit of a wink from the hockey gods to come away with a game in which most Vegas players were absolutely baffled after the game as to how they did not come away with a win. Sometimes you just need a little bit of divine intervention to get back into a series. Sometimes you need a little dose of humble pie hearing Vegas fans chirping the officials for uh, alleged non-calls. Sometimes all you need is a little bit of a chance. And the Wilds got that last night. The Wilds got an opportunity to bring it back home with a chance to tie the series 
and then send us to an absolute mayhem Game 7 should the Wild win on Wednesday night. All they needed was a little bit of an opportunity. All they needed was Zach Parisi finding a soft spot on Marc-Andre Fleury to squeeze one past him. All they needed was Jordan Greenway grabbing his own rebound on a weird bounce and tapping it past Marc-Andre Fleury. All they needed was Kirill Kaprizov taking a shot that Fleury had handled the entire series and finding a way to get it past him. All they needed was Cam Talbot to be just a little bit better than Marc-Andre Fleury was. And the Wild got everything that they needed last night, including an empty net goal at the end that nearly didn't go in. Sometimes the puck just bounces the right way, and sometimes that's all you need. You can sit and talk about the stats and how the Wild were, uh, were efficient with their shooting and uh, were able to play a style that wore out the Golden Knights down the stretch. You can talk about that, but that doesn't tell the whole story. Sometimes all you need is just a lucky bounce. And the Wild got that last night to pull to within one game in this opening round series. So, yes, there is a lot that we can pull from last night's game. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway (laughs) is that whatever the Wild did last night is probably not super sustainable going into the rest of this series to, uh, to toy with fire, to play with fire like they did in the second period in which they basically just were killing off a penalty the entire period. It felt like they were at even strength, but it felt like Vegas had a man advantage because of the amount of time that they spent on the wild side of the ice. But the wild found a way to get it done, and that is what that is all we can ask of them heading into Game 6, is that sometimes all you have to do to win a playoff game is just weather the storm and move on. And for all of the frustrations that we had through uh, Games 2, 3, and 4, with the lack of scoring, with goals being waved off, with Vegas seemingly getting every bounce, all of those frustrations wiped away at least for one more game. The Wilds got everything that they needed in Game 5. Vegas was the team left on the outside. Vegas was the team looking at the officiating to try to uh, help even the tide. Vegas was the team looking at bad bounces that didn't go their way. Vegas was the team who was trying to figure out a way to come back and get that equalizer goal late against the Wild. Vegas was the team who got an opportunity to feel what that was like after the Wild feeling that in games 2, 3, and 4. And sometimes that's all you need is just a way to get through, and the Wild did that, and that's why this series is heading to game 6. Coming up next, we will take a look at some of the standout performers from last night's game. There are plenty to go around for the Wilds after a 4-2 win over the Vegas Golden Knights in five. More breakdown coming next here on Locked on Wild. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. 
Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine, and that comes in three flavors as well, including cherry ice, citrus, and mint. It's 2021. It's time to get rid of the cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on NHL Network listeners, go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gums or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL at checkout. Also, I gotta give you this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. That's lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONNHL. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everyone and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. Continuing our recap of last night's 4-2 win for the Minnesota Wilds against the Vegas Golden Knights to pull the series to within one game at three games to two. And looking at some of these star performers of last night's game, you could go in three-star format. Your third star, I think would need to be Kirill Kaprizov, who finally scored his uh, first career NHL playoff goal and uh, was just doing Kirill things pretty much the entire game. He was uh, was buzzing around uh, the ice and took advantage of a, uh, a great feed for his goal uh, and a great shot as well, just a, a power slap shot that he was able to muscle past Marc-Andre Fleury. So I think you can say Kaprizov definitely should be the third star of the night. Second star of the night, I'm going to go with Zach Parisi, who has uh, looked good since he was inserted back into the starting lineup and uh, was rewarded with an opportunity behind the net that he was able to tap on a bad angle and squeeze past Marc-Andre Fleury uh, for yet another goal for the Wild. That was their third goal of the night. But first star is pretty easy, and I think this is where the conversation starts and stops with uh, how the Wild did get the win last night. It's got to be Cam Talbot. I mean, he was just lights out from the beginning of the game all the way through the end of the game. And uh, you look at the, uh, the goals that the Golden Knights scored, those are just good plays. Sometimes, as a goalie, a uh, a player makes a move, a good move, that uh, that leads to a goal. Sometimes the goalie ends up getting the save, and we saw both goalies 
last night make some really incredible saves. Uh, Talbot just how he was able to withstand that flurry, uh, pun intended, in the second period and get out of it without with only allowing the one goal. I will probably never be able to figure out. And he uh, he was just huge in that second period. He was as pivotal in the third period in shutting the Golden Knights out. Um, in that third period, uh, he just had an amazing, amazing game. Uh, 38 saves on 40 shots. And um, he just... He did exactly what this team needed. We talked about heading into Game 5 that uh, somebody needed to step up. Players needed to step up and kind of take ownership of the game uh, if this was going to indeed advance beyond five games. Wasn't necessarily directing that at Talbot, but it seemed like he certainly got the message and uh, just helped keep the uh, keep the Golden Knights off the scoreboard. Uh, was able to take advantage as well of uh, Vegas getting some bad bounces and didn't panic. Had a couple of times where uh, it seemed like the puck was going to go in. That highlight that I think will be most memorable from last night's game in which the uh, the puck was between Talbot and the net. He didn't see it. Marcus Foligno did and was able to uh, to get in and uh, and get it back underneath Talbot to get a, uh, a stoppage. So... Really just a, um, a crazy game from Talbot and definitely worthy of the top star in last night's game. Um, some other players that I wanted to shout out here for, uh, for good performances as well. Nico Sturm got some of that lightning back that he had been missing over the last couple of games. He was rewarded with an empty net goal at the end of the game, which seems fitting because, um, like I said, I thought he played very, very well. Uh, throughout the game, so fitting that he was uh, able to get a um, a goal to uh, to reward him for that. Uh, Ryan Hartman, who was bumped back down to the uh, Kevin Fiala and Zach Parisi line, went uh, nine of twelve in the faceoff circle, and uh, also was uh, just again continuing to be a uh, a huge presence for this team and. You know, his specialty, too, it felt like, and again, I'll say it, it felt like the Wild were on a penalty kill that entire second period. And to only come away with one goal, despite the flurry of shots that the Wilds took in that second period, uh, large part due to uh, Ryan Hartman uh, and the defense that he brought to the table. Um, Kalen Addison made his Stanley Cup playoff debut last night, came away with an assist, and uh, in 13 minutes, 18 seconds of ice time, I thought he did good things, just like we saw in his um, cup of tea with the Wild earlier in the season. Didn't try to do anything too much, just stayed very within himself, uh, didn't hurt the team in any respect, and uh, you know, a, a great kind of starting point for him. Uh, to uh, get his feet wet in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I, I thought Addison did some great things in uh, in last night's game as well. And uh, you just you, you look at that Erickson Eck, Felino, and Greenway line again. I, I don't know what you I don't know what you can say about those guys that hasn't already been said. Just continue to be the line that establishes presence 
and um, is the the catalyst for this team when they need it the most. And they they did it again last night. Jordan Greenway with a goal, but uh, Felino and Erickson Eck uh, laying out some uh, punishment as well when the uh, the game started to get chippy. So those guys had a great performance in uh, in last night's game as well. And you know, all around, definitely a team effort uh, for the Wild. Um, any of those things that I referenced don't happen last night, and uh, I don't think they win. So just uh, just great to see all around, and that is uh, you know one of the benefits of being able to steal that uh, game five in Vegas in front of a full crowd, nonetheless is that now the Wilds get to send it back to XL Energy Center for uh, a chance to really make this series interesting and uh, bring it into a spot that uh, I don't think anybody knows what would happen um, if the Wild were able to win in uh, Game 6. Next up, we will start to turn our attention to Game 6 and uh, see what the Wild need to do in order to fully even the series uh, just some overall talking points. We'll do a more full dive into Game 6 coming up tomorrow, but uh, plenty more to discuss next here on Locked on Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Some crazy action on the PGA Tour this past weekend as their season gets underway. Major League Baseball is in full swing. The Stanley Cup playoffs opening round has been absolutely insane. And the NBA playoffs have started as well. So there is literally no shortage of things for you to place your bets on. So before the next pitch, before the opening faceoff, before the opening tip, before the first tee time of the day, head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines for even a second longer. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff push. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment of Locked On Wild for today, recapping the Wild's 4-2 win over the Vegas Golden Knights last night to get themselves to within a game at three games to two in the opening round playoff series. One other thing that I wanted to point out about last night that um, I I want to hold myself accountable for um, some opinions that I had in regards to the line changes um, last night that were employed by Dean Evason. I saw that Victor Rask was moved to the Kirill Kaprizov, Matt's Zuccarello line once again, and uh, was not super thrilled about that possibility. However, it did end up getting Kirill Kaprizov his first goal of the postseason. Matt Zuccarello also uh, had a couple of good opportunities as well. And despite the Wild shooting substantially less than uh, they had over the course of the first four games, uh, just 14 shots in last night's game. They were way more effective uh, with those shots than they had been in the previous four games. So Rask, for whatever reason, was able to kind of ignite that line um, and uh, got Kaprizov and Zuccarello going, which then led to Ryan Hartman dropping down with 
Zach Parisi and Kevin Fiala. Parisi had himself a good game. Kevin Fiala had uh, probably his worst game of the postseason. He just, and this is something that Fiala does from time to time. He just seemed like he was trying too hard to make things happen, and as a result, he was turning the puck over a ton and uh, just seemed like he was visibly frustrated out there on the ice. So I I can't necessarily fr- uh, fault a guy for trying to be more active considering that he, he has a patchwork line around him, but at the same time, that was probably Fiala's worst game of this postseason so far. Uh, you also had the uh, the likes of the Greenway, Erickson, Eck, and Felino line doing pretty much everything they've done all postseason. And then you had the uh, Bonino, Sturm, and Bugstead line, which honestly I, I thought was uh, was better in last night's game. They were more physical. Uh, I did see Bugstead trying to, uh, to lay the lumber a few times um, throughout the course of the game. Sturm had that speed and energy back. So that was uh, that was really good to see, and you know, again, it's credit to Dean Evison for making uh, some lineup tweaks that uh, that ended up um, getting the job done for the Wild. Now, having said that, and we'll talk more about this uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, the Wild have a lot that needs to get cleaned up heading into Game Six at home. Uh, they have to finish those checks. It seemed like. They were just letting so many things go, bouncing off of players. Uh, they have to dump the puck deeper into the Vegas zone, uh, amongst many, many other things. But like I said, that will be the tune of tomorrow's show uh, is gearing up for Game 6. But for today, we just get to continue to enjoy the uh, improbable win on the road last night to send this to Game 6. So just... Enjoy the game for the rest of today as uh, as fans, and then we can get into game mode uh, tomorrow uh, ahead of an 8 o'clock puck drop. So not, uh, not super late, still not those 7 o'clock starts that we love so much, but uh, 8 o'clock puck drop tomorrow night and uh, should be, just like every game in the series, completely unpredictable. That will wrap it up for today's edition of Locked on Wild. Make sure, if you don't already, to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. Also on Twitter, at Locked on Wild. And you can also follow me on Twitter as well, at Seth Topes. If you're looking for some uh, Vegas reaction to what happened in last night's game, make sure to give Locked on Golden Knights a listen. As uh, some, some great takes over there. Uh, by Carlo Gonzalez for uh, Locked on Golden Knights. So check that out ahead of tomorrow night's game. Also want to give a shout-out to the Minnesota wing of the Locked on Podcast Network. Make sure you're following Locked on Golden Gophers, Locked on Vikings, Locked on Twins, Locked on Timberwolves, and, of course, Locked on Wild as well. Have a great rest of your day, Wild fans. Celebrate this win. Celebrate accordingly. Celebrate early. Celebrate often. And we will gear up for a must-win Game 6 with another episode tomorrow of Locked on Wild.